Hi, my name is Chris Baird. And my name is Matthew Huss. And this is Moto Outsider. Welcome, guys. For everything covering motocross, supercross, and in the off-road world, you are in the right spot. We want to welcome you to our channel. Thank you for stopping by. Make sure you drop a like and a comment and subscribe. Uh, we're going to be dropping a lot of content here about all types of off-road racing. We're going to be going to the races. We're going to be getting interviews. There's going to be a lot of stuff coming from you guys. I'm really excited for you to be a part of this. Yeah, absolutely. And the cool thing is, too, we're going to make this a community. So when, like Chris said, if you guys are dropping your comments down below with content you want to see, interviews you want to grab, even though we're a new channel and a whole new media company, we want to do everything we can to get in front of these guys and bring the best content forward. So we're excited to share this with you. And please join us along for the journey because it is going to be sick. So we want to start off with a little introduction about who we are and why we're doing this. Um, to start, we both grew up in upstate New York. I'm from Clayville, New York. Uh, I grew up racing dirt bikes my whole life. Uh, my dad had a dirt bike and started me on the bike when I was four. And I uh, went up and raced up to B-Class, got some wins in B-Class locally. Nothing to really bright home about, but um, I call myself a decent racer. And uh, my next venture, the thing I'm doing next, is I'm going to be navigating a trophy truck for the Mint 400 race. Uh, it's the Great American Off-Road Race. That's in Las Vegas, Nevada, coming up this March. Uh, so a lot of off-road stuff going on in my life. How about you, Matt? So, so my resume isn't nearly as cool as yours. Um, so I was born and raised in a very small town called Utica, New York, which is a little bit bigger than Chris's hometown, but we're roughly like maybe 15, 20 miles away from each other. And I actually grew up snowboarding and snowmobiling. I'm, I'm an inner city kid. So the closest thing I got to a dirt bike for the longest time was a baseball bat or a, or a football or just a snowmobile in general. So but I always had a, a passion for motocross and always wanted to ride a dirt bike and everything. Thought they were they were sick ever since I was a little kid. But unlike Chris, unlike you, man, dude, I didn't get my first bike until I was like 17, 18. And I had a super I had a super late start. I had a clapped out 125 KTM 125SX for my first bike. <laughs> and I will never, ever forget that bike, dude. <laughs> What was that like? That'd be like riding down dude, a dirt road in an old 97 Silverado or something, dude. My man, I think the forks were leaking oil. The motor was definitely blown up because I remember there was zero compression. But I was like, dude, I had no idea what to look for. I had no exposure to the motocross or supercross game, bikes, anything like that, how to buy them used. My dad grew up riding and racing more on the trail scene. But he had been out of the game for so long, it's almost like he had to blow the dust off himself. So it was kind of cool that my dad and I got to relive everything to get, well, my dad got to relive everything through me and I got to experience his stuff too. But dude, I mean, the bike was completely washed up. It was, it was bad. Like no suspension, no compression at all. I remember you had to wind this thing out in like first and second gear just to get it to move. So it was, dude, it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> it makes you appreciate a good set of suspension and a nice freshly tuned bike. Well, I mean, it does too. And it was like, when I, when I finally had enough money, when we were delivering furniture together, dude, that's when I bought my first, uh, 250 F. You remember when we went to go, when we went to go buy that? On Massachusetts and <laughs> you lowballed the crap out of that guy. Yeah. And not, not only that, it was the middle of winter and you were wearing gym shorts and it was snowing. Nothing's changed. I'm still the same. <laughs> right. And then, and then your dad had to go to like three different ATMs to get a certain amount of money out so he could pay this dude. It was, dude, that was nuts. But that was my very first real bike but that was a 2011 250f yeah i believe so that thing was sick. yeah you put so dude, much time and money into that bike dude that was that was sick and that was a fun bike and very long we should get into this story and maybe in a later video about where that bike ended up 
and uh, the situation around it, but we'll save that for a different time. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a really interesting story. We should save. Uh, and if you guys are watching this and are interested in hearing a little bit more about our backgrounds and stuff, just let us know in the comments. Leave a like and all that stuff. Uh, we really appreciate the support. Um, you talked about the furniture thing, and that's something I want, kind of want to get into as well. Yeah, uh, we actually, I think we met on Twitter. Yes, or not right. Yeah. We, so we let's started... let's tell them let's tell them how we met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those like weird stories. But I don't know if it was just like mutual friends, like. We saw like a hey, you should follow this person, and we were both like really into the motocross stuff at that point. And we started yeah. talking about riding and going riding together. And maybe you remember better than me, but I don't remember a ton. But I just know that we met on Twitter. Man, dude, I know that we met on Twitter. I would love to look through the archives to see how our initial conversations went. I wonder if there's a way we can find that. We can hit up Jack from Twitter, or maybe no, we got to call <laughs> Elon now. We can see yeah, if we can get. We can see if we can get those original Twitters. But yes, so dude, we met on Twitter. We were DMing, or no, we might have been tweeting at each other. But at that time, I had my KLX 110. You still have your KLX 110L. And the very first time we ever met each other was when uh, I showed up at your house and we rode pit bikes on your pit bike track. And, oh, I um, remember that. Yeah, Holy yeah. Shit. Dude, that was the very first time we ever said hi to each other, met each other. I met, like, met your family and right there. So that it was all through Twitter and up your pit bike track, dude. Damn, I still have that same bike and the same track, honestly, at my parents' yep. house. Um, yeah, we met through pit bikes, and I know that from us riding together and starting to become friends that way, which is super weird to think about nowadays. I like just meet someone online and becoming friends, but I don't know. We were both mortal right. kids, and that's what you did. You meet people at the track. You meet people however you have to. You yep. share similar interests, you know? But we actually ended up getting jobs at the same place. My dad worked at a furniture warehouse. And I think he helped you get a job, and then yep. I got a job when I got out of high school because you're a few years older than I am. So I was still mm -hmm. in high school when you were starting to work there. Yep, and then we definitely got to get your dad on the uh, on this show too because your dad has uh, his own share of motocross and life stories that need to be shared <laughs> with the world. So we, we got to oh, get yes. Big Baird on the podcast or videos, whatever we're doing. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. And I don't want people to get on this and just think that it's going to be like a vlog about our lives. We are going to cover the mainstream motocross, supercross, off-road news. But we also want to make this personable because at the end of the day, we all love riding dirt bikes. That's why we're mm -hmm. here. That's why we're watching this video. But we right. want to make you guys feel like you're part of like a community. Like we're all be kind of like a family and uh, we can share our stories and uh, get to know some of you guys because there's a lot of good people out there. And they're one of the best things about YouTube and the internet today is being able to meet new people and just make friends that you never thought you'd, you'd ever have, you know? Right. And dude, not only that, we are, we're moto outsider and we got to focus on the outsider part. Because this yes. is a very niche type of sport. This isn't football, hockey, baseball. It's not a stick and ball sport. This is a very unique group of people who get into this sport. It's a different type of person and personality. And yeah. I guess in some ways you can label them as outsiders, right? Or at least uh, I certainly was. So it's. I think we <laughs> need to lot. lean in on that because we're going to be providing an outsider perspective. We don't have the ins with the factory teams. We're not flying out to all the races on big media passes and getting all these interviews and everything. We're going to give you our uncandid outsider opinion of what's going on. And if you're looking for all the big factory news, yeah, that's out there. But I think one thing that I have a goal for these videos, and I don't know if you do as well, Chris, but it's like to hone in on some of these privateer guys, learn more of the backstory and give them some media light because, yeah, the top 10 from every race gets their their time in the sun, but a hell of a lot more goes into it than just these factory guys with the big contracts. Absolutely. You got to look at your, you know, your Kevin Morans or your Grant Harlan. There's so many privateers out there that are busting their butts during the week to get to these races, and they don't get the coverage they deserve. Nope. I do I do see a lot of podcasts out there today that try to help them and give them support, but 
we really want to try to connect with those guys a little bit because those guys relate to us more than anyone else in the sport. Those guys go to the track all week. They go to the track on the weekend, the local tracks, and they try to make a few bucks to get to the next race. Now, I'm not doing that anymore. I don't race as much as I used to, but uh, those people have the coolest stories because they struggle every single week just to get a buck, just to get gas, just to ride and make it there. So uh, we do have, I'd say, like a little bit of insider um, connection. Um, we know a few people on the inside. No one, no team managers or anything, but we do have some connections that are going to help us get maybe some interviews. And I think that'd be a cool thing to drop in the comments for us. Like, let us know who you'd like to see us interview. Go through the Supercross list, and if there's a guy out there, whether it's Jared Steinke or uh, Justin Starling, just give us some names because these privateer guys, they're the ones who are making the sport what it is. They're coming to the track. 100%. They're filling these gates up. And we want to get them on the on these podcasts and these YouTube videos to kind of tell their story. No doubt. And it, it'll be great to... It'd be great to bring these stories to light because if you let, you said Kevin Moran's right. So if you look at what he does on his social media to fund his racing career as, as a business guy, myself, it is fascinating to watch how he's renting out spots on his bike, his helmet, raffling off his gear. Is any of that new? No, it's not, but it's, that needs to be brought up because the mainstream media will never cover that, but the blood and the grit that goes into what these privateer guys do, it's noble as hell. It's definitely not for the faint or the weak of heart. So I, th- I think that's what I'm excited to lean into on, uh, I'm excited to lean into with this. Absolutely. And I think that, um, along with privateers, I think that if we get, uh, people watching these videos every week and supporting us, I would love to have new people on the show, new opinions, because at the end of the day, we're motocross outsiders. We don't have the inside scoops that most of the other industry has. Nope. This is a very niche sport. It's a very small sport on a large scale. Uh, and we want to bring the opinions and just the different views of racing incidents. For example, the takeout this weekend between Jason Anderson and Justin Barsha. Some people are on one side, some people are on the other side. We want to get your guys' perspectives as well as our own and just kind of see what the right take on that is because that's such a controversial long-term, you know, Barsha has such a history there's going to be some cool stuff we can bring up on this show, and there's going to be tons of different views and perspectives on these crazy racing events. No doubt. And that's why we're going to try to go to as many races as we can locally. We're going to be at the Tampa Supercross race. I actually live in Tampa myself. Chris is flying down, going to stay at my place. We're going to get some uh, some pretty sick passes to get behind the lines a little bit and try to bring some further just better content to you guys with uh, what we're looking to accomplish here. So definitely be on the lookout for that. But I'm going to fly back to New York for the Unadilla race this year. Chris lives like 30 minutes from Unadilla. So we'll be at that, <laughs> hopefully doing it again. And from there, maybe we'll get to Red Bud or wherever the case is. But we're going to yes. uh, try to get behind those lines as best we can to bring you guys some really cool stuff. Absolutely. And uh, I do actually plan on going to the Motocross of Nations in October this year as well. That's in France. Uh, that's going to be a crazy cool. event. Yep. I don't know if you're going to be able to come, but um, Dude, me and my guilty, buddy Dan uh, Bloomfield are going to go to that. So if you could join along, I think that'd be a lot of fun. I will certainly have to uh, apply for my passport as I do not have a passport. So, oh, so uh, at time this to get one. Yep, at this time I won't get into France, but dude, I do want to go to Italy. So yeah, I guess I better get on the passport game. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. And uh, I personally, I'm a huge fan of MXGP. That's probably my favorite sport. I love Supercross and Motocross. Uh, dude, big GP is insane to watch. It is insane. I, Yes. Um, just again, you kind of look back at the motocross outsider part of this whole, whole scheme that we're working on here. You grew up riding dirt bikes. You grew up on the outdoor tracks. You know, I didn't grow up riding supercross. I think yep. motocross is the gnarliest of the two, and it truly is. Thirty minute motos, and yep. the dudes overseas they race, you know, 
what is it, 29 races? They race a crazy amount of races. I think it's like 20 races a year usually. Yep. And it's just nonstop all over the world. I just respect the hell out of that. And that's it's the cool thing. And that's what's different about American sports too, right? Because we never leave the continent of uh, you know where we are to, to go to these races. But like if you look at what Formula One does, it's the same thing. It's all over the damn world, right? So just Absolutely. really, really, really cool, man. There's a whole new crop of talent and a whole bunch of riders over there with yep. some really, really interesting stories. Um, just you know, like a quick glimpse. There's a there's two two new brothers coming over in a couple of years. The the Conan brothers, uh, they're okay. going to be the next uh, possibly Lawrence brothers. They're twins and they're very fast. They're signed a Red Bull KTM overseas. Yep. Just stuff like that that I think that even we're not insiders in that sport, but I think we could bring information to people in the U.S. that have no idea about these kids. You know. Right. And also, too, we're going to give you our outsider perspective. So our opinions are our opinions, and they're exactly that. We're not beholden to any sort of you know, fancy media company or anything. We're going to give it to you guys raw, straight, and real, no beating around the bush. I'm going to tell you exactly how I feel. I mean, dude, we're from New York. I think it's our obligation to just say it how it is. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, man. I know. we got to be real with everything. There's, there's no... Uh... Uh, anyone to impress or to you know try to be politically correct about anything we can literally tell you guys what we think about these situations and we're not going to hold anything back we're going to give you guys raw uncut the real interviews we're going to give you real information and our opinions are going to be straight from our hearts they're not going to be paid for by our sponsors bam bam dude not barsha but bam with the facts <laughs> <laughs> yeah we gotta relax with the barsha stuff he's been a little wild lately but that's a whole nother podcast we'll save that for a video but i will say this sport would be insanely boring if he was not in it unpopular opinion but need, need a guy exactly like that in the sport for, though yep absolutely i agree with you and uh yeah so um again matt and i are both motocross guys who just truly love the sport I am a YouTuber. I work for a YouTuber who has a very large channel, and I do my own videos on the side a little bit. But I work a lot of different jobs and do a lot of different things. Matt's a real estate agent. Matt owns many businesses, a bunch of property. We're both super busy. This isn't something that we're doing for money. We're doing this because we love it, and we want to give a platform to people like us who don't have a platform to speak on. So I think the concept of what we're doing is very unique, and I really think that we're going to do something totally different than what anyone else is doing right now. And I'm proud of that. 100%. Yeah. And I mean, I think it's necessary too, because we get the same old opinions from the same people, blah, blah, blah. There's no real spice to it. And I think it will be fun just to kind of throw a wrench in the game to the best of our ability and just give a different perspective and see where it goes. I think one thing we've learned over the past couple of years, regardless of what the industry is, whether let's just talk about mainstream media for a second. Everybody is sick of watching the news. So everyone turns to podcasts. Podcasts have exploded since 2019. Joe Rogan just made what? Two, $300 million for his podcast to be sold to Spotify or have the exclusive rights to Spotify. So what does that say? People are going online for more long form conversations, which is exactly what we're doing here. But also to people want a raw and real uh, conversation and perspective around things that maybe they can relate to or even interject in, which is why we want you guys to comment and give us your feedback because the more we can grow, the better perspectives we can give you guys and keep everyone involved and just provide something a little bit cooler than just, you know, your typical highlight video on YouTube. Absolutely. Uh, I think that we are going to provide you guys with uh, true factual information. We're going to give you race recaps. We're going to talk about the races in depth, yep. uh, give you our opinions, but we're also, we're going to make mistakes. We're going to get things wrong and that's part of this. So, uh, we just want you guys to enjoy the content and just give us feedback. Let us know how we do. If you like something, something you want, something you need from us, um, let's let's all be one here. Let's work together on this, and let's grow this into something that everybody can relate to and be a part of. No doubt. Well, my man, with that, let's wrap it up. Dude, you crushed it with that. Very cool. <laughs> 
Appreciate it, man. Yeah, for sure. Um, got a little bit of experience behind the behind the camera for YouTube, but that's yeah, a whole no other uh, ball game, you know. And uh, <laughs> I think you you have a coffee company you're working on right now called Canabrew, which yep. we're not here to plug that, but uh, we're both working on some pretty cool projects behind the scenes, as well as the Moto uh, the Moto Outsiders brand. We're going to be building merch and. This is going to help maybe fund us trips to, to the races. We're not just going to take this money and put it in our pockets. We're going to give it back to you guys. Yep. We have tons of stuff lined up for Tampa Supercross I'm super excited about. And that's only a few weeks away right now. So, Which is crazy. Um, if you guys have any questions or any riders you want us to talk to, please let us know. We are excited for this. No doubt. And if you're in Tampa and going to be at the race, and if you see this video between now and then, it will be impossible to miss Chris because the dude is like 6'4". So you'll see him coming a mile away. I'm only 6'2", so I look like a shrimp next to him. But definitely come up, say hi. We want to meet you guys and uh, get everyone involved as uh, as best we can. It's going to be this is going to be fun. Absolutely, Matt. Uh, I think that we're onto something pretty cool here, and I'm, I'm yep. super excited. I appreciate you jumping on board with me. I kind of woke up one morning and I threw this idea at you. Like, hey, I came up with a yeah. name in my head, and yep. we both talked about it. But I don't think that it was like set in stone. And then we kind of just woke up one day and said, hey, we're going to hit this full force, and here For we sure. are. Two weeks yeah. later, filming our first video. That's right. So that's how you know it's meant to be, but we're going to make it happen. Absolutely. Um, if you have anything else, um, feel free, but uh, I'm going to wrap this up just by saying thank you to everyone who has watched this, whether it's one person or 100 people. Thank you, guys. Please subscribe, leave a like, leave a comment. It's only going to help us grow, and it's only going to make us better, and that's going to make the content better for you guys. So I uh, yep. appreciate you being here, Matt. I'm excited for this journey, uh, day one of a zillion. Hopefully next year we're flying to the races full-time. <laughs> we'll see where this thing takes us dude we'll see where it goes but either way i'm along for the ride man we're here together absolutely uh, on that note i think we'll sign off um my name's chris and that's my friend matt and we are moto outsider thank you guys so much for tuning in today and make sure you thank you subscribe and show us some love because we're going to be dropping lots of content here soon yep thanks guys